How much time till we're on? Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. This is possibly the greatest sports day we've ever done. Welcome to it. Thursday night edition. Wow, what a big weekend of sport coming up, Scotty Sattler. Yeah. <laughs> now, listeners, can I just say, <laughs> Jace. I've got a sore throat, Sats. AKA the Woogster, is very excited tonight because South Sydney captain Cam Murray, the one person who he said would make him turn, is on not. the show tonight. No, you can't say that. Take that back. Yeah. My so, wife could be listening. So he actually stalked Cameron Murray. No, we, over I Magic ran. Round, he, he was at a buffet. He was staying in the same hotel, and Cam Murray was at a buffet, and Woogie followed him to the point where he actually went to his team manager and said, there's a creepy guy <laughs> that's shaped like the poo emoji following me. Mate, you know the worst thing was? I used the death of your father to wedge in. That was my intro. My daughter's now boyfriend yeah. used my father's death to get close to her as well. So both of you have tried to profit off my yeah. father's passing. Well, he's having more success with your daughter <laughs> than I'm having with Cam Murray. Like, seriously. No, no, we've got Cam on the show. Uh, I'm going to ask him if he remembers our conversation. Mm. Did you know, by the way, that there's like a salad and fruit section at a buffet? <laughs> is, or is that new? Is that only at that hotel no, in Brisbane? Al- it's, al- it's always been there. Fair income. Mm. And that, you know that crunchy stuff you're having for breakfast? It's called muesli. Is it? Yeah, it's not bad for you. You know, the, only, right. the only crunchy stuff I like for breakfast is bacon. <laughs> Seriously, I've never been to that. And I didn't know you could poach an egg. Mm. That's incredible. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to tonight's show. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, uh, the SCN Network as well. 1170 in Sydney, SCNQ Brizzy. 1620 on the Goldie, uh, SCN Track, SCN Fanatic, and the SCN app. I'm not tired. I've just got this... Crap throat at the moment. Mm. And I just whistled again when I spoke. I, I think it's like, sound like Alan Seal. Seal. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. Uh, 0457 736 736. If you, <clears throat> sorry, I nearly choked. If you'd like to join me on the show tonight, uh, that's if you want to text. Double eight double three. if you're in New Zealand, if you feel like Texan. Hey, how are the Kiwis going to go this weekend? I want to find out from you. What are, you are you feeling confident? Not just in the rugby league, but also in the uh, in the rugby union quarterfinals this weekend. That is too. That's right. So mm. no fair chance. I mean, they're taking on Ireland. Fair chance. Oh, th- well, this is the first time I believe in a long time that New Zealand haven't started favourites. And I heard one of these um, today. Crapstick. I think three out of four times or something that they've started not started as favourites. New Zealand have actually gone on to lose. Really. So wow. I, I don't know if any of our New Zealand listeners can back up that crap stat. Double eight double three is our text. Or if you want to call us, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our number. Uh, you can find us on TikTok, Sports Day SCN, Instagram, SCNQ, Twitter, Sports Day NSW. Tonight's show, as we said, uh, Kangaroo, New South Welshman and Rabbitohs back row, Cameron Murray are joining us on the show. Dual International and Sports Day co-host, well, one day a week, Matt Rogers. Oh. Uh, will be. Jo- he's. Um, I mean, that- he's not a co-host. He's a guest. 
every week. He's contributor. a contributor. He's a minor contributor. <laughs> Actually, he doesn't contribute, does he? He, um, I mean, the, the, the word out today, Sats, mm. about Eddie Jones. Yeah. I mean, there's two major stories that broke this morning. There was the story around Madge. Yeah. Verbally agreeing to become the New South Wales coach. Correct. Um, I'd love your thoughts on that, 0457 736 736, and we'll talk about that too, Sats. And, and New Zealanders, how do you feel about your national coach also coaching State of Origin? I, I don't see a problem with it, but I know... One of our colleagues, Tony Kemp, that was on... Was blowing up? ...run home. Yeah, he's, he's very passionate as he is, and as he should be as well. Uh, I tend to think, you know what, I, do, I tend to think, play on. Play on. I... I think that if he's he's the best man for the job for New Zealand at the moment, uh, he sh- he should well he's he's done a great job with the Kiwis. Mm. He has done a great job with the Kiwis. Uh, what I would like to see is what a succession plan would be looking like at New Zealand level. So is it Madge Maguire? Uh, is it Stacey Jones that's underneath him? But is why it, are we throwing? Slade, is it Slade Griffin, who's an assistant coach, who's at the Warriors at the moment? Does he does he come into the role of? But why can't Madge coach for a few more years? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying straight away. I'm saying moving forward, because you know there's an argument that there is no standout New Zealand coach that can coach the national side. Now, I I don't agree with that, but at the moment, there's it, a really good opportunity for a succession plan. But in saying that, I and we will talk about the Madge situation with New South Wales Origin. I don't mind it. I don't. I don't mind yeah. it at all. Yeah. Uh, Cardi will be his assistant, and he said to us on the show on Monday that he's happy to be an assistant. Yeah. So good to have Carty there as well. So Matt Rogers, uh, re Eddie Jones. He's if it's true, I, I've in our text messages today on our WhatsApp group, he's not a happy chappy. Mm. So he's going to join us as well, live from Wollongong. His daughter's competing in a national soccer tournament down there. Yep. Could you imagine him on the sideline? Yeah, he'd be one of those parents. Uh, and this segment's coming up as well. I like this segment. You know, your mate Brooksy stole that exact same audio. Brooksy, what well, from the run home? Yeah, they have stolen everything from this I show. Maddie Johns's show. As it well. was Maddie John. You it was said Maddie that. Maddie Johns's show. We're trailblazers. That's what we are. <laughs> That's what some people may call. Jeez, I've had some feedback to the Headley Thomas. Interview so last I. night, Sats. So have I. Well done arranging that. You can make sure, look for our podcasts. Go to wherever you find your podcasts from or even go to the SEN app. I'm, it, it's on there. Uh, if you didn't hear it, uh, have a listen. Um, Headley was amazing. Absolutely amazing. About and that, his upcoming book or no, now release book, The Teacher's Pet, to abso- follow the podcast. And what did you, what was the first thing you and I said to each other today? Why isn't Headley taking this on a tour? Yeah. I know. He, he was before a live audience last night in Belrose uh, in Sydney for those uh, Queensland and New Zealand listeners, and he had an audience of 400. And then I was talking to the guys in the office today, and they go, he, he should be doing this stuff. He should be going on a tour. Yeah. And I, I, I would love to sit down and listen to, to him. Li- and Damo from Ballina. Yeah. Who's well, one of our listeners, who is Damien Loon, the detective who who knew that lived and breathed the, the case for 20 years. Who knew that we had a smart person listening? Well, Stormy Daniel and Damo from Ballina. Yeah. See, Damo wouldn't fit into the whack pack. No way. He's way too smart for the probably He's probably arrested (laughs) half of the whack pack. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, just on the Kiwis also, they've they've played two games. uh, And their third game is against Bangladesh tomorrow. On the cricket. In the World Cup. Yeah, Yeah, of course, the Aussies in action tonight. We'll cover off on that as well. We're playing South Africa. 
Um, so we'll get on. To, that's about an hour and a half away from, from starting. I will say tonight, if you're listening through SEN, uh, we will be going to the Constellation Cup, uh, Australia taking on uh, the Kiwis in the netball tonight. Great to have that on SEN. That Great coverage, robbery. Yeah, Outstanding. Well, well, that coverage starts from 7 o'clock Australian Eastern Daylight Time. But if you want to stick with Sports Day, of course, you can listen through the Super Radio Network or through the SEN app. Of course, we'll be uh, the whole show will be on there tonight. If you haven't downloaded that, go to the App Store or Google Play or wherever you download your apps. Just wait, before we get into one of our talkies tonight, um, you talk you mentioned the show before the run home. They're having a crack, and we've got to defend Matt Rogers. I know you didn't agree with this either, but Matt Rogers said this about Samoa. Can I say? I think Samoa win it. That's my bold prediction. Have you seen their team? Have yeah, you looked at their squad? Be, but we covered them pretty well in the – when I say we – So Matt Rogers went on to explain yeah. that Samoa, he believes, will win the Pacific Championship, right, yep. which kicks off Saturday. Mm. The Missile. How many games of rugby league has the Missile played? I think he played in Port Macquarie as a kid. Okay. Yeah. Internationals, by any chance, as a kid? No, but he's he's, he he's knows, a handy swimmer. He knows competitive sport either way. I love the guy. But he, we've got to defend our own here, Sats. Okay. All right, don't you get all caught up with the missile here. Have a listen to what he had to say on the run home today. Better side. Like, can I just can I just quickly run through their spine for you, Joel? Yep. Young Fayalongo at fullback, played yep. one NRL game. Yep. Jordan Chan Kam Tong yep. at hooker, played one, maybe two first grade games. Dejan Arcee at halfback, played a handful of first grade, but not a heap at halfback mm. even. Stephen Crichton, the centre, playing 5'8". Yeah. No Luai, no Suali'i. Nah. Like, it's, he's, 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 he's lost the plot. <laughs> so is he having like a go This rap? is going to be, okay, this be a, Matt Rogers on the yeah, list. This would be a bloodbath. Australia's going to tear them up. Yeah, oh, like, I'm sorry. Samoa had an awesome World Cup, and that squad was way better than this one. But Matt Rogers apparently has lost the plot. Mm. Yeah, what would you like to say? Them fighting words there. That's incredible. Yeah. You don't throw, And look at Joel loving it as well. Mm. Oh, I've got to say, I, I, do, I do agree a little bit with Missile. I agree 100% with it. <laughs> I, I tell you what, but I am, and I'm channeling one of our listeners last night um, around Stephen Crichton at 5'8". When Greg Inglis went to 5'8", everyone said, what? What are you talking about? Mm. He goes and wins a Clive Churchill medal. And yeah, those natural yeah. athletes yep. have the ability to do it. So I'm really interested in watching Stephen Crichton. Okay, before I talk about our talk topic, yep. that sounds weird, doesn't it? Uh, Mark from Quakers Hill, you're not happy with Eddie Jones. Can I just preface this by saying we haven't heard from Eddie Jones yet and it hasn't been made official. So let's be careful what we say and what mud we, we fling here. But what do you want to say, mate? Well, g'day, Woogie. G'day, Sats. Uh, Woogie, I think your health is at a better level than uh, any chances of uh, carrying on as the Wallabies head coach. Because looking at the Channel 9 news app, uh, for what World of Sports, the headline goes, Eddie Jones poised to quit as Wallabies coach to take Japan job. And in the report, it says, according to Japanese outlet Spinichi, Jones is expected to be confirmed as Japan's head coach. It comes just days after Australia was sensationally knocked out of the Rugby World Cup after Portugal's one-point win over Fiji. In my opinion, this whole Eddie Jones experiment as coach and experiment as being kind in the use of English language toward it has been a pass. The guy went into the World Cup with not enough experience as far as the Wallabies go. Uh, he didn't take experience Wallabies winning in that our captain was left here in Australia and he made it all about him. It was just another... Mm. Eddie, um, 
appearance. You know, yeah. it was all about him at press conferences, etc., etc., etc. And now we've bombed out of the World Cup because of him. It looks like he's taking the quick backdoor exit out to be Japan head coach. And yeah. to me, Rugby Australia has just completely stuffed what they've done in the World Cup, and we need to just burn the whole thing down and start over, and I'd like to get your guys' opinions on that. Yeah, Mark, we're going to let you go because you sound like you're in a wind tunnel. I was about so. to ask, why would you call up when you're parachuting? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Mark, I, thanks for your call. A lot of people... No, you, make, okay. you do make some good points, Mark, and we're going to throw some of those points at the Rat as well because he's, he's quite mm. passionate about what's happening. And yeah, my main concern is that, that I think if, if it is true and Eddie lets it all... Yeah, lets all the emotion die out of the situation, then, mm. and probably reveals that he he's gone into Australian rugby, rugby Australia, and realised that maybe the resources and the and the vision that he had and the vision that he was possibly sold was never going to happen from Rugby Australia. And if that's the case, he's not going to get the resources. He's not going to get the funding. He's not. They don't have a a strategy or any sort of uh, any sort of plan to implement. Moving forward, this is one way looking at it. Yeah, this is this is. I'm trying to give Eddie the benefit of the doubt here. Well, you're trying to find some balance, right? Yeah. So, um, quite frankly, your coaching credentials are on the line if you're not going to get the support. And if that's the case, a lot of coaches probably would have would have walked as well. That's only if it's true. Yeah, righto. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Geez, our Kiwi listeners would be loving this. Double eight double three. Just <laughs> Australian rugby imploding. Um, I don't even think we'll make the World Cup uh, in four years' time. Speaking of Kiwis, John from Auckland. How are you, mate? Hello, John. You there? John from Auckland. Well, that's no, what. It's not John. It's Mark Carroll Spud. How are you? Oh, it's Spud. <laughs> it says John from Auckland John on the from... phone. I mean, whoever the bloke was at the end, he had no idea. But anyway, mate, I'm just ringing up. Regards to the teacher's pet, I've got an uh, unusual story. Yeah. I heard you speak yeah. about it before, Sats. Um, thing is, the street it was, uh, so-called the, uh, the the killing was in Gilwinga Drive, and I actually live on Gilwinga Drive, and this house is actually across the road from my place. Oh, wow. Which I didn't know. You think when you bought the house in 96, they would have said, oh, you know, there was a, I think there was a death across the road there. It's killing. <laughs> so oh, I, remember I, was at, I remember I was at work and my wife rings up and she goes, there's bloody police everywhere. And Monique went out the front, uh, old nosy Parker. Actually, <laughs> there was a photo of her in the paper with our bloody dog <laughs> and saying, well, yeah, we didn't know anything about it. So um, oh. the crazy thing about it, mate, the other day my dog came home and had a big bone in his mouth. So I don't know where oh. that came Oh, from. come on, Spud. <laughs> Come on, come on. Fine. Mate, you've got enough houses. Just move. Hey, listen, we can't talk to you, mate. We've got to go because we've yeah. got a great South Sydney player coming on <laughs> shortly in in the skipper, oh, Cam Murray. Hey, Spud, really quickly, have you been on the – coming into summer, you'd be loving the Wave Runner soon, wouldn't you? That's called a jet ski, mate. It's called a. Uh, it's from Sea Anyone who wants to go out there, oh, mention Spud. Oh, Cam, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you play the never-ending story? Oh, yeah, get rid of you. Hey, actually, uh, we'll take a quick vote. 0457 736 736. Should we add Mark Carroll, Spud, to the whack pack? See you, mate. Yeah, Spud's on the whack. So an aubergine, an aubergine. So text in an aubergine if Spud's part of the whack pack. Yep. Or a thumbs down if he's not. All right, I've got to go in a minute. I'm saying aubergine. Yeah, 100%. He'd be security. Yeah. Mm. Is it true he sprays himself? 20 times a day with 20? 
Try 70. 70 times a day. He's the greatest smelling human being but on this why? planet. why? You don't have to do that, Spud. Hey, look good, smell good, feel good. <laughs> That's what he says. Not in some of those jackets. <laughs> hey, apparently Velvet's in again. <laughs> I had a couch like that once <laughs> in the 80s. So I can say that because I'm in Queensland, yep. so he's not going to find me. Cobra Estate, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. As we said, just very quickly, uh, Madge has agreed to, verbally, uh, uh, to coach the New South Wales Blues only for one year. Uh, and I'd say it's either a trial or there might be some other plans. Maybe Craig Bellamy, one more year of coaching at the Storm. He'll be coming available. But good luck to him. Absolutely. Abs- and, yeah, it, that's what they offered Freddie, I suppose that's what they had to offer the next guy as well. And, um, you know, if New South Wales win the win the series, there'll be an extension. It's as simple as that. That's the good oil for Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. Got to go. Everyone, be on your good behaviour. We have the South Sydney captain joining us next. Cam Murray, live from Kangaroos Camp. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. I've seen plenty of those. He's got beautiful hair. He has. He, well, you're saying that. I, I'm surprised I'm allowed to talk to him after hunting him down at the buffet during Magic Round in Brisbane. Cam Murray, the South Sydney captain, and of course, Kangaroo joining us on Sports Day. G'day, Cam. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. No worries. Now, you're in Bowen, I believe. The bus has stopped in Bowen. Yeah, no, so we, we just got to Townsville. We just left Bowen about two hours ago, but we were there for lunch. It was good. Yeah, but, so a little bit of trivia here. Yeah. The pub in Bowen, yeah. famous pub, was in the movie Australia with yep. Nicole Kidman, Hugh Jackman, and was owned by a former Origin player, or it might still be, by Mick McLean. There you go. There's a bit of trivia. Was for that it. the pub you went to, uh, Cam? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, we've got a little bit of history about it too, so it was good. And hopefully a discount as well when the kangaroos uh, pop in. Now, listen, I've been given crap for how, – how long ago was Magic Round? It was about – was about May? About May. Mate, I came up to you a couple of days in a row at the buffet. Thank you. I didn't know they served, like, fruit and stuff at buffets so, and poached eggs. So thank you for the education on that, mate. But uh, I just – I wasn't – can you just let Sats know I wasn't creepy, Cam, at all? I did talk about Sats and his dad. I did use his dad uh, to wedge into the conversation. But can you just explain to everyone I was not creepy as a South fan? Go ahead. <laughs> Nah, you're fine, mate. It's fine. I was happy to have a chat to you at breakfast. Yeah, the aviation. Can't stay anytime you want. Yeah, I didn't know there was a fruit section. Seriously. Hey, before we talk about uh, the games this weekend and, of course, the Pacific Championships, Cam, would have been happy news as your childhood mate, Keon Kulamatangi, agreeing with the uh, the bunnies again. Yeah, it's great news. Um, You know, I I can't think of better news in the off season, too. Particularly the way we ended the season, it's just. It's great to see a um, few of the boys uh, locked in, a few of the key players in our squad actually being locked in despite what happened on and off the field last year. I think it's just a good 
uh, reminder and uh, confirmation to everyone looking in on us how much uh, we're all in at the club, how much we love the club and how much we want to see it be successful and contribute to that. So it's great to see Keon um, signing that contract there and uh, putting that behind him and you know, hopefully him as well as the rest of the boys in the squad can uh, you know, rip in the preseason and look forward to actually um, you know, putting in a um, a good preseason and then um, being successful on the field. So yeah, it's great to see. Now preparation for this game in Early Beach, the Wit Sunday is not a bad place oh. to to prepare for a game. Now, is there any like usual suspects in the side cam that just love getting the guns out up in the Wit Sundays? Uh, Nico Hines likes taking his shots every now and then. He's got a pre- pretty good tan to um, to show off. And um, who else? There's a few boys out there, but um, I think Nico Hines the first person that comes to mind. So he doesn't like showing off a bit of skin. Jeez, people love giving him <laughs> stick, don't they? Yeah. All his teammates He's love giving it to him. Yeah. Hey, um, Dylan Edwards. Everybody, no matter what side of the border you're from, north or south, everybody was. Happy for Dylan Edwards to be selected into the Australian team. Is is he got a massive smile on his face, Cam? Yeah, he does. He looks like he's really enjoying camp, and um, like you said, it's um, very much deserved. You know, he's um, been one of the informed players of the competition now for the last three years, so um, he probably deserved a little a taste of rap footy, probably a little bit um, ago. But um, you know, he's he's bought his time well, and um, he's obviously more than any spot. So. Um, yeah, he's bouncing around, um, real happy, and he's a. Um, yeah, I've never met him before, but he's a great lad as well. He's he's a good teammate. He's um, you know very respectful, and um, obviously seeing what he's done on the field. But I'm actually really keen to lace up the boots and run out beside him for the first time. So um, yeah, I'm really excited for Bill. We'll talk about the first time the debutants, four of them, Cam. Can you remember the first test? You had your debut back in 2019, how nervous you were to wear the green and gold and, and looking at them now, knowing how they'd be feeling come Saturday night? Yeah, I do remember. It's probably one I'd actually prefer to forget, if <laughs> I'm honest. Uh, wasn't didn't go the way we planned in um, in New Zealand there against Tonga, but um, nonetheless, it was, uh, it was such an honour for me to put on the Australian jersey after you know the year I had in 2019. I, I debuted for New South Wales that year as well, and um, you know, got all the way up to a prelim final in 2019 as well. So it was a great way to top off that year. And uh, yeah, I was just really keen to run out and do my best and be be a good teammate and um, you know represent my um, myself, my family, and my country proud. So um, you know, we've heard a few little um, uh, you know, there's been a bit of storytelling here in camp, particularly the um, the debutants and what it means to them to represent who they represent and why they play the sport. So. Um, yeah, I guess it, it's just uh, more of an incentive for us to go out there and uh, make the first game in green and gold for our debutants, a special one. So, yeah, really looking forward to um, seeing what our debutants um, can produce. And, you know, they've obviously earned the right um, to be here. They've been in some phenomenal form this, this year. So really looking forward to, um, to running out, out there beside them. So for players that didn't play in the finals, Cam, from a conditioning perspective... Do you give yourself much of a rest after the last round or you you pretty much just continue through from a, a training perspective, whether it's individual training or kangaroo train-on squads, whatever it may be? Uh, yeah, I, gave my, I, I probably gave myself um, about half a week off and then 
Um, I was pretty lucky, actually. Our New South Wales Cup side was um, in some pretty good form, and they won the the comp, and then wait, uh, and then won the um, the state championship as well. So, I had a few of my teammates to train alongside there, and I did a session with them. One of their big sessions, actually, when they had the bye. So I was lucky. I still had a team environment to to train in and uh, rub shoulders with some of my teammates and actually get some specific footy fitness there. So uh, that was pretty good. But yeah, I gave myself, uh, you know, a decent amount of time off to digest everything that happened and um, celebrate the season with the boys. But um, yeah, not too much time off. I'm the type of guy that, you know, loses fitness pretty quickly. And um, just for the sake of my mind and my head being in the right space, I just need to make sure that I'm ticking the legs over and keeping up that um, conditioning to make sure that I'm in the best shape possible because I, you know, I want to be playing my best footy when I'm playing for my country. So, um, yeah, gave myself a little bit of time off, but, um, yeah, not much. I was back into it pretty soon. Now, Cam, uh, on a personal note, you must be pretty excited and pumped that you're going to be a, a dad for the first time soon, which is which is pretty exciting. I mean, it changes. Any, any male listening to this show right now will tell you having a child will change you Forever makes you be a rugby league player. I know that. Yeah. Well, there you yeah. go. So, but Cam, the problem is it's the lead up, the amount of jobs you got to do, right, to get the room ready and all that sort of stuff. Surely, a man on your sort of coin, you, the best advice I can give you is get a man to do those jobs. So I'm talking painting, putting Why a cots man? together. That's sexist. Oh, for God's sake, a male or female, but get get yourself someone who'll do all that stuff for you, Cam, because it never ends. Yeah, don't put the cot together, mate. No. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, it is. I'm really excited. So is my partner, and um, it still feels a little bit weird when you say it. Say that I'm going to be a dad, so it hasn't fully sunk in yet. But um, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about um, you know being a dad for the first time, and I'm actually I'm having a little girl as well. So a lot of people oh, tell me that changes awesome. you. Um, you know, a lot having a daughter as well. So um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm actually um, I'm probably the one in the relationships that that um, you know puts her feet up and. Is a very handy. My partner, on the other hand, she's pretty. She's pretty good. So she'll probably rip in with, with the painting and you know all the um oh, how good the flat pack building and all that type of thing. So she's pretty good at it. So um, I'll just um, I'll make sure that I just give her some um, support on the sidelines or something like that. Oh, so how good! I'd love that? to be there yeah, when you really dry a reach in your first your first nappy change. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah, no, that's not great. Uh, and yeah, the baby, I'm forward to that. Every, everyone goes on a baby moon, mate. You're doing the baby moon thing. We went to Thailand for ours. I don't know why. Yeah. You're doing a baby moon? Um, yeah, actually, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. Look, we, we always try to get away, so maybe we might jam, park the baby moon, you know, maybe even um, celebrate the engagement and um, the end of season holiday all in one. So we'll see how we go. Beautiful. All right, mate. Good luck uh, Saturday night against Samoa. It should be a big night. Uh, many of the boys going to Reuben Cotter's wedding on Sunday. Uh, were you one of the ones to get a, an invite? Um, no, I wasn't. I'm not sure. I, I think um, I'm, I think most of the boys in the team uh, will just be the uh, teammates back at Clubland. But um, depending on how we play and what the celebrations are like after the game. There might be a few <laughs> gate crashes there, I reckon. We might not make the wedding. the road as well yeah. from where we're staying. Watch so. out, mad cow. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We'll see how we go. I hear that's where the wedding reception is anyway, yeah, if you want cow. to crash it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Cam Murray, good luck on Sunday night. Gay the Aussies as they take on Samoa. And thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate. No worries. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. There you have it. South Sydney. Can I just play this one more time? Did you, you didn't say anything about the jersey I got signed 
for you from him and Oh, that's right. You said it. You said it thinks you think it says Sam Murray. No, no. The lady at the the the, the shop where Were I had it framed, it framed yeah. and I've had it framed. I've got to pick it up tomorrow. She said, "Who's Sam Curry?" <laughs> I, sh- I forgot to mention. I'll send him a photo of it. <laughs> and we've put it to bed. I wasn't creepy. Hey, was that was interesting? Where he says he loses his fitness easy. Yeah, well. I wouldn't think he'd lose his fitness at all. I mean, Western City Eagles saying it's great to see how much he respects his strangers. He's not letting himself, letting himself go physically, making a conscious effort to stay fit. Yeah. Oh, mate, right, the, Western Sydney Eagle. You know, and I love that. Do, do you think in this generation, the jersey and, you know, what it means to them, where they've come from, do you think that's something that's been in recent times? Or has that always been around, do you reckon? The love the for the jersey? Yeah. Do you know what? There was a period there, and as much as I hate to say it, as a kid growing up in the household I did, it was all about wearing the Australian jersey. But we went through a period there where I think or- the origin jersey meant more. When Mal got back into in charge of the Australian side, he ensured that everyone's mindset, whether you're in Queensland, New South Wales, that the number one pinnacle jersey you want yeah. in your career is a, is a green and gold jersey. To stand... For an, a, a, a national anthem in Australian jersey. Oh, stop it! Yeah, yeah awesome. You know, Wembley in front of ninety thousand. Yeah, you know, it's there'd be nothing better. Mate, I would love to have played any kind of sport under Mal Meninga. Mm. I love that traditionalism. Unbelievable. Yeah. Right, Cam Murray there, live from Townsville, not Bowen. Uh, they had been in Bowen for lunch. We've got to go to a break very quickly. Sats so got to go to a break. Rat Rogers standing by. Yeah, Dan from New Zealand. I think he lives in yeah Timaru. Dan, uh, my hometown is Bowen. They would have been stoked. The Grand the Grandview Hotel is Mick McLean's pub. Yeah, great Good stuff. stuff, Dan. Break time. Rat Rogers joins us next about Eddie Jones. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Excited about the prospect of of coming back to Australian rugby and uh, obviously the World Cup coming up. The Lions in 2025 and and the World Mm. Cup in 2027. You know, it's a fantastic opportunity, mate. It's nice to get the opportunity to... To have another go at the at the Wallabies and and help, yeah, you know, lift Australian rugby back to where we'd like it to be. Um, and you know, Bob Dwyer, who won the World Cup in '91, always used to say, "If you can't uh, change your team in the week, you can't coach." So we've got more than a week, so <laughs> let's hope I can coach. Well, clearly he can't coach because he hasn't changed. Well, he did change the team. Is that what he means, Sats? He changed the team going into the World Cup. Mm. That's all he did. Yep. Um, there are reports today that Eddie is about to walk out on Australian rugby and sign a cr- contract with Japanese rugby. This has been around for a few weeks. He kind of denied it, but not fully denied it uh, in that press conference over the World Cup. Matt Rogers, get ready, boys. He's ready to blow up. Joining us now on Sports Day. Rats, hello. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm going to blow up. I'm going to blow up you for casting aspersions on Eddie Jones. Mm-hmm. Well, no, well, I'm only kidding. I'm no, only mate, kidding. and maybe we should bring back <laughs> no, Bob. What I, what I say, yep. What, what I will say is this: is um, you know, I've I've read the reports this morning, and I've, I've spoken to you guys, and I am. If, if this is true, I think I think you know, the respect I had for Eddie would be will be gone. Um, I will be furious. Um, 
you know, to take on this role uh, with so much at stake. The game on, you know, on a real precipice. Um, I am, I am gutted to to read these stories. Rat, what do you, do you think that? Uh, well, sometimes you don't know what the landscape's like until you you actually get to see it for yourself in person. Do you think that maybe he was sold a and uh, sold the world and delivered an atlas where he gets in there himself in person and maybe doesn't like what he sees and from an operational point of view, their strategies, their structures, and what the future is going to look like for Australian rugby? Potentially, um, and potentially the changes that need to be made. Um, you know, here's the thing, Sats. We've talked about this, right? There needs to be sweeping change in Australian rugby. This isn't a this isn't a over overnight thing. This has been you know 20 years of, of stuff that just the game's been slowly eroding. So you know, Eddie comes in. He's, he's been over in Europe. He's been over there and he's seen what's happening in you know international rugby on the big stage, um, away from you know the southern hemisphere. And he realises what needs to be done. Perhaps he's saying this is what needs to be done, and people are saying no, we're not we're not prepared to do it. Who knows? But the reality is this: there needs to be change, and until there is, um, Australia is going to continue to suffer, and our game is going to continue to hang on by a thread. It is the old rusted-on rugby fan that is holding this game together right now, and they're not going to be around too much longer. You know, in another 20 years, the game will be non-existent if it continues down this path. Now. Um, you know, we've spoken at length, Sats, about, you know, you know what Ireland did and, you know, we've, we've spoken to a mutual friend and, you know, I, I've read a dossier that's been sent to me that, that you sent me that I'm so impressed with. Um, there needs to be sweeping change and the, the reality is sometimes that change has got to come from outside and when I say outside is that the people in rugby who have been running the game for the last, you know, 10, 15, 20 years... Um, They've got to allow other people in to, to, to have a look from you know, an external standpoint because obviously what's happening internally isn't working. It's not working. The game's not growing. Uh, you, know, you can bank on you know, your British Lions who are bringing you know, a, a heap of money into the coppers, a World Cup in, in four years bringing money into the coppers. But what then? I mean, mm. there's, there's, we need long-term sustainable development of our, of our talent. And we need a product that we can put on TV that people want to watch that will generate revenue that is sustainable for the long term. And then currently, we just don't have it. And we've got to be able to see the game. I know you work for Stan as well as SEN, but we need to see more rugby on TV more often on free-to-air. Expose the game to potentially yeah. players out there who might want to play the game. But, but Rat, how would how Would, would Dave... you want to expose it at the moment? Well, you've got to start sometime, right? Um how would Dave Rennie be feeling today if this is true? Oh, no, he'd he'd be furious. I've got no doubt. Um, yeah, you know, if this if this turns out to be true, well, here's the thing. So, so Phil War is a good friend of mine. He's the CEO of, of Rugby Australia. He, he would have he, he would have put a, a fair bit on the line to get Eddie across the line into this job. And if Eddie does this to him, that that's what will drive me insane. Like people have put their, you know, what's on the line mm. to get you into this job because they knew it was a risk. But for you to, if, if this is the case, and, and I want to say this, this is if, if, if this is the case. This is all a, a little bit of conjecture and, you know, who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm yet to have anything confirmed. I've reached out to some people, but nothing's come back as yet. Uh, I think they're all in France. I'll be waking up shortly. Um, 
but if this is confirmed, um, the, the people that have been burnt in this process, you know, be it the Dave Rennies, be it the Phil Wars, be it the you know the Australian rugby public, the Michael um, Hoopers, there'll, there'll be the, the Michael Hoopers, the Quade Coopers, the Bernard Foley's. Uh, yeah, look, it, it's it's a dire situation for the game, and it's what it doesn't need right now. Um, yeah, they they need they need more eyeballs on the sport. Um, for the right reasons, and currently they've got plenty on it for the wrong. How would uh, Joseph Suali'i be feeling right now as well? He's just signed a massive contract with Rugby Australia. I mean, he's going to go all right for money, but he, he was – I'd imagine he would have signed that of the opinion on Eddie's comments that we're going to chase Rugby League's finest. No, but he's go- been sold a dream. That's like, right. Like and Eddie Jones would have been. But Eddie's part of that dream. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you, yeah. you, you, no, no, you're right. Cam, and Cam, Cam yeah, Murray, he, he, who we're talking to shortly, he must be breathing a sigh of relief that he didn't sign with Rugby Australia. <laughs> yeah, well, he was certainly on the hit list, wasn't he? You can yeah. ask him that in a minute when you're talking to him, mate. I know you're going to be very excited to be doing that. <laughs> All right, um, shut up, mate. Who's? Who, oh, I want to know who's oh, selling. Who's say, selling the dream? Who's? Well, 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 if Eddie's well, part of the dream, like, who's who's the salesperson here? Well, it seems like. Um, you know, they're not on the same page, and 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 to be honest, like like I I don't, I don't know. This is just me speaking, like thinking off the top of my head. Like if I've got a, a an executive chairman who you know when he, when the game gets criticised for the lack of um, you know well for the results that that are happening, and he says to the public, well if you don't like it, don't watch it. Is that the guy you want running the game? No. Is that is that the guy you want at the helm? Like, absolutely not. That is the last person I would want at the helm. Someone who says, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Like, are you kidding me? We're trying. We're, we're in a competition here. We're in a competition for fans. We're in a competition for sponsorship. And that's the attitude of the, the man steering the ship. Give me a break. Like, a lot needs to change. And to be honest, after that comment, when I heard that, I was like, mate, that, that's the first thing I'd be changing. Rat, would you be interested in joining the board of Rugby Australia? I mean, we could probably negotiate a nice cushy uh, job for you and and money. Would you be interested? <laughs> but, but, um, well, well I, I would. I, I would be very excited to to get on board with Rugby Australia and help in their retention and recruitment of young talent, uh, develop pathways to 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 keep our talent in the game, and get Australia back to where it should be, which is at the top of the mountain of of, of world rugby. We have the talent here, but we're just losing it. And, you know, I've spoken to Phil War at length. This is prior to him being the CEO of Rugby Australia, mind you, um, at length about, you know, talent identification and retention um, uh, and, and de- developing a program that gives our, our young talent, you know, opportunities to stay in the game and play the game that they've loved playing growing up and, you know, see them develop into, you know, world-class rugby players. On the international stage, that's what it's about. That's what we need. All right, um, Matt, we just don't have it at the moment. Strong words from Matt Rogers uh, tonight on Sports Day. Uh, enjoy your uh, what is a soccer carnival in uh, Wollongong at the moment for Phoenix. Okay, yeah, yeah, the Nationals. My daughter just scored a second goal for Queensland, two <laughs> 0 over WA. Oh, can you, Matt? He'd be Great one of those time. annoying dads oh, on the sideline, wouldn't he? So Arms oh, flapping oh, around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Phoenix, <laughs> Phoenix, run, 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 Phoenix! I'll get you dropped. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Hurry up! <laughs> Pass the ball to Phoenix. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have a good weekend. Thanks for your time on Sports Day.
No worries, guys. See ya. Bye. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yes, hello and welcome back to the show. 0457 736 736. If you want to send Sats and myself a text or double eight double three if you're New Zealand Sats. We've got a ton of texts, mate. What do you got for us? Yeah, we have. The the rat is a man I wouldn't want to wrong. He goes off, Steve says. Yeah, he does. He's also articulated very well. For God's sake, live up to your name, rat, and leave the sinking ship. That's what he's talking, Eddie Jones. Yeah. He's saying as a friend, get off him. Um I love that little parabashing rat. He calls it how it is. Now, um, as a nation, we should be saying, show us Rennie, show us Rennie, crime scene. Now, um, so it's going to meet Rugby Australia. It's going to make Rugby Australia bankrupt with the deal. He has signs starting in 2025, Jason from Victoria. Yeah, in 2025. So what does Rugby Australia do next year? don't know. Now, I reckon if he is going to go, he goes straight away. What's the point holding on to him for one more year? Yeah, true. Yeah, true. If he's if he's um if his heart's not in it. Now, Stormy Daniels says well, this is about the Australian jersey, how important it is now. Sats and Woogie when announcing the Australian team. Meninga cited the need to specialist select specialists due to the size of the squad, shortness of the tournament. As such, New South Wales Blues finally got it right by selecting Cam Murray at lock, playing Isaiah Yo off the bench and on an edge. Murray is wasted in the second row. Kangaroos would be much better balanced with Murray at 13. Remembering Yo started his career on the edge as a centre, turned second row. Yeah, you're right. Stormy Daniel. Stormy Daniel. I, uh, I think Cam Murray's. I think Cam Murray's better suited as a player at 13. But then you have got Pat Carrigan, who's probably better suited than all of them. Oh, it's an embarrassment of riches, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You just got to get. You got the best players. You just fit them in the side. Rightio, uh, a lot of our SEN stations are now leaving us for the Constellation Cup. Australia taking on New Zealand in the netball. Great to have that on the radio. If you want to continue listening, of course, the Super Radio Network, or simply just open up the SEN app and look for Sports Day with uh, Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews. We'll be back soon with more of it. By the way, too, the Aussies will take on South Africa in the ADI World Cup. That match kicks off in 30 minutes as well. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Uh, hello, welcome to the uh, second hour of Sports Day. By the way, the Aussies have won the toss and elected to field in their ODI World Cup game against South Africa. That gets underway in around about 30 minutes' time. Uh, Sats and Jace here for your Thursday night. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network and those listening through the SEN app. And a special shout-out to Kia and World Gym, proud partners of Sports Day, and we really do Appreciate that. Want to get involved? 0457 736 736 is our text number. Double eight double three if you're in NZ or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Um, 
I want to talk to about real soon mm-hmm. um, is, of course, with international footy on this weekend. I want to talk about the greatest international rugby league game ever or a moment. And I know we've got four. Like so many. We've got a few here that we, we want to relive. But um, if you've got one, just a bit of a heads up, 0457 736 736 is our text number. We'll get to your text in just a moment, but I think it's better we get this out of the way early. Glenn. Hello, Justin. How are you, buddy? G'day, Sat. Hello, Glenn. Rat, are you still listening, mate? Good to see you. Uh, uh, turn your radio off for a moment so you don't listen to yourself. Thank you. Yeah, mate, I'm not listening to myself. I don't need to, mate. I, I get the feedback from all my followers. But anyway. Good to see you. you can sound. I just, can I just say something as it's our show? Um, good yeah. to see you sound happy on the phone because you're whinging on the text machine just before, so... Um, what yeah, can we well, do I for you? you? I thought you were going to the Constellation Cup. I thought I'd missed out. So anyway, anyway, good that you're doing the second hour. And thank God that Jess turned up just in the nick of time to save the gorgeous blind girl, Murphy, ironically on the show called In the Dark. Mate, do you realise and... we don't care about this rubbish? Can you stop eating uh, your you dinner over there, there as well? <laughs> it gives me a chance to eat my dinner. for last night's Fabulous comments Who? about me. Oh. Firstly, how does... Nah, I'm done. See ya. You've coached him, right? You and Rat have said, listen, that's rubbish. And I love it when people ring us and talk to us. His biggest problem is he doesn't listen because there are times when he comes in strong. Really strong. There are. I will give him credit. Mm. But most of the time he comes in back to front. Yeah, he comes in with really weak updates. Yeah. Mm. About shows no one's heard of. Exactly. But it's like a marriage. The relationship we have with Glenn, if I go home, I'm not going to talk to Anita about the bad stuff. Mm. I'm going to butter her up first with the good stuff. Oh, wow. No, not get butter out. <laughs> You're sick. You just say, he likes Homer Simpson, butter. Oh, yum. Mm. Uh, actually, I prefer Cobram Estate olive oil. oil. Mm. Yep. But it, no, I don't even mean that either. But 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 I'm saying is you've got to you've got to massage the relationship. Is that right, Sats? Yeah, you, you don't could, have to massage. You just got to be. Yeah, you, know, you just got to be. He's got to be interesting. He's got four girlfriends. How does he? Like, how does he ma- manage us like your four girlfriends, Glenn? Well, they don't talk back. Because they're, they're inflatable. They've got that open mouth, you know, that just looking, looks straight back at you. So it doesn't talk. What? Mm. Rightio. Uh, I can see Glenn, like, putting his girlfriends around a table and sitting there and, and preparing dinner and having a, a nice conversation. <laughs> I could see that happening quite regularly. Like Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> G'day, boys. Uh, 909. I like this text. Put the lotion on. Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> When did South Africa cricket suddenly improve? I think they might be a smoky to win. Have they improved? Or uh, this is from Joseph, South Brisbane, mate. Great to have you listening. I don't know if they've improved, but they they played an Australian team that seemed to have lost interest in South Africa as that tournament went on. And they they ended up beating us. I think they won the last three ODIs. But I, I don't know. Oh, that was in the lead up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know whether they're, if they've improved that much. I guess we'll see when they play other teams. But mm. Well, the test will be tonight. Yeah. We need to win this. 
we, we don't want to be losing our first two games. I know we've got another 38 to come. <laughs> but we don't, we don't want to be losing our first two games. No, you want to chase your tail. And you want to send a message to the rest of the competition. So um, I, not only do you have to beat South Africa, you have to, you have to beat them well. Oh, right, sorry, mate. Do you want to finish swallowing your dinner? Uh, you have to beat them well. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and we, I think we're a little bit wounded at the moment, the Australian cricket side. I, again, we talked about it last night and I've heard Sock talk about it. And we, you've got to take the lead from India. They're going into games with three frontline spinners, mm. not one spinner and two part-timers. They're going in with three full-time spinners into matches. We have one who's incredibly out of form. I reckon Zampa will bounce back. Don't well, this, worry about that. This pitch tonight against South Africa, from all reports, is very good for the seamers. So if Stoinis, we're just looking for the teams, the finalised teams uh, at the moment. Uh, first ball hasn't been bowled. But whether it's Stoinis or Cam Green, either way, either way, um, both of those bowlers should reap the rewards tonight now, with the conditions. If Stoinis is back in the team... I predict Zampa have a better game. It's his buddy. Coffee buddy. They would have made a coffee this morning mm-hmm. together. Hey, can I give you my my favourite international moment of all time? Mm-hmm. Well, the one that everyone goes to, of course, is the Mal Meninga try in 1990, Kangaroo Talk. Yep. Some of the great David Wright calling the game. It's just such a great call as well. It's in extra time, and Ricky Stewart had a bludger of a game up until then. Well, shouldn't say bludger. Gave away a, an intercept. To Paul Lachlan. But 2006, and, and it had to remind me the other day, actually, I was watching it, and all the week we've been seeing replays of some of the great games over the years. 2006, it went into extra time. This is a Tri-Nations final against the Kiwis. So score lines even at the end of regular time. They go into extra time, and that man scores a try, but set up by another usual suspect. First and through. They support left and right. Lockyer's on the inside. Lockyer scores the try. The golden boot winner. The Brisbane captain. The Queensland captain. The Australian captain has scored the try to win the Tri-Nations final. What a sensational finish. Yeah. Mm. Can, I, can I play the 1990 moment? Remember we used to sit up in the middle of the night to watch these test matches Absolutely, overseas? yeah. And it is the most famous one, but God, you get... You one get of the ch- greatest games of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you get chills when you hear this commentary. There's no time left in the match. Stewart. Here it comes now to Linda. We're well into injury time. 40 seconds, in fact. As it comes away to Stewart again. Stewart throws the dummy. Now Ricky Stewart. Thirsty Morrow, what a great call. David Morrow, what yeah. an amazing call. Mm. But what an amazing try. Well, yeah, they lose that game in, in yep. extra time, as he says, leading up to that. Uh, they lose a test match, first time in many, many years. And and, um, and that big man, Mal, just loomed up on the inside. Yeah, it was an amazing moment. I love that moment. Uh, big news out of the Australian team. This is the team tonight. So I yep. can tell you Marcus Stoinis is in. Yep. And Green is out. Hey, Justin. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Warner and Marsh will open the batting. Smith 
Number three, Lubbershane for Josh Inglis is the keeper tonight, so Carey's out. Okay, well, Carey's form's been questionable yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, Maxwell, Stoinis, Cummins is skipper, Stark, Zampa, and Hazelwood. Still no extra spinner, but there's no one really available. But the big ins, Marcus Stoinis and Josh Inglis come into the Australian team what tonight. What about Manus No, he doesn't bowl a bad ball, actually. Remember Steve Smith was originally brought in as a number six, seven batter. He was a, bowling, all, he was a yeah. bowling all-rounder yeah. when he first started. You're right. He was batting about number eight or mm. something. So have you got a memorable, well, well, not World Cup, international um, moments from Rugby League? Love I've to got another it. one. All right. I was at this game, Suncorp Stadium, 2008 World Cup final. And New Zealand ended up winning this, I think, comfortably when you look at the scoreline, 34 points to 20. But it was one moment. A guy that loved to play at breakneck speed. He very rarely made mistakes, but he made a big mistake this night. It was in 2008. What a take, one-handed. He's in oh, touch, is he? Oh, and Marshall, Marshall for New Zealand. What is Billy Slater done? It's a try. Slater brain explosion. He tried to take the... Tried, Try to take the the route straight down the sideline from a kick return. He realised he ran out of ran a, ran out of room. He's only fifteen metres out from his trial and just hauls the ball back in. It's a perfect bounce for Benji, who's following down the the kick chase. It was um massive moment. Being there that night, I've got to say the the Kiwis did the hucker before the game at Suncorp. It's fifty two and a half thousand, and the hucker they kept walking forward. And they walked right up in the face, like I love right that. up in the face of the Australians. I thought, oh wow, this. I hadn't witnessed anything like it. Actually, it was it's quite frightening actually to to mm. sit there and watch it and think, is this going to explode before the game actually has been kicked off? It was it was an amazing game of rugby league, and yeah, that's when yeah, Benji was flying around that that period. They won the Comp in 05, and now he's yeah, at, at that at that stage. He's still only 22, 23 years of age. He was just. Yeah, it was untouchable. You mentioned it earlier. I wouldn't have done it, but you mentioned it to Cam Murray uh, when he made his debut against Tonga. Yeah, that was in a big New moment. Zealand. Mm. Like that, that that is a, a massive moment in international rugby league when we lost to Tonga. The sea of red mm. in the crowd that day. Whilst yeah. not a great result for Australia, it wonderful great result for rugby league. Yeah, absolutely outstanding. And to take your hat off to the. Those those leading Tongan players, you know, led by Dave Feeder and Jason Taumalolo and Co. That that said, no, we 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 want to play for Tonga. We need to make Tonga strong again. Yep. And the campaign sounds that they like went a on, presidential campaign. Yeah, well, the campaign they went on was just amazing, and they were able to to bring in a lot of players and play with a lot of passion. And the passion in the crowd was was unrivaled. It was a yeah, it was an amazing amazing night of rugby league. Have you got a, an international rugby league moment that? You cherish or love 0457 736 736 8833. What about some Kiwi moments? Or you can jump on the blower, 1300 What about Kevin Tarmody and the fight on the sideline with Greg Dowling? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was brutal. What about Willie Mason fighting everybody in, what was Did, it, 2006? Yeah, that was against uh, Stuart Fielden. Now, also... Willie Mason in one test match, while the Harker was going on, he had this big smile and he was winking at the Kiwis. <laughs> yes. And when he took a run up, David Kidwell come flying out of the line and just poleaxed him. I've seen... Absolutely poleaxed him. Where have I seen the audio and, and him giving commentary around, like, I, it, he, he was mocking them. What was that on? Well, he does, he does a podcast with 
with ah. Scope with Justin Horro. I must have seen it on YouTube. Mm. But he's talking to the other players as he's belting them. You know, is that all oh, they're belting? He's like, oh, is that all you got? It was a big. It was a nightmare to play against Big Willie. Well, here's Willie uh, and Stewie Fielden getting into it with Jamie Peacock uh, added on top. And Mason has a bit to say as well. He gives Fielden a spray. He heard every word. Newton. And now there's a punch up in back plate. Is Mason with Fielden? As Hindmarsh makes the tackle, Peacock's in there with Mason. <laughs> Hello, we've wound the clock back. It's 1970 all over again. You know what? It I, just drops Stuart Fielden. Oh, mm. I, I, I would love. I reckon they should be allowed to go to the Biff and Internationals. I mean, the, some of the blues between the Kangaroos and the Poms. Incredible. It, it would never happen, but how great would it be, like I've said previously on the show, if they just said, right, Albert, you against you, yeah. it's ice hockey rules. Yes. Go for it. you got 30 seconds. Yep. And then we split you apart. Yep. Oh. Look, looking each other in the eyes. Yeah. Of, Willie, Willie could throw them, actually, or can throw them. He's but always been able to throw them. You make a good point, Sat, Sats, because when you watch ice hockey, what are you watching for? I mean, it's actually... Violence. If you take the game out, it's not the most exciting. Mm. Up and down the ice, you know, whack it towards the goal, hope it goes in. You can't even see the goalkeeper. Uh, he looks like the Michelin man. But but the thing is, is when it gets physical, people are rammed in corners and then they they punch on. Oh, internet, can we just do it in international football? <laughs> Seriously, and if the, if it gets out of control, send them off, right? So you don't want to be sent off for your country, no. So th- make that the thing. Send them off. Like, okay, we can't do it in day to day footy because it's not good for Karen's kids. But let's let's do it at international level because who doesn't want well, to? You know belt? what? You won't have wingers running in and, and shirt fronting people anymore. A- exactly. Yeah. And and. Who doesn't want to build a pom on the footy field? Or a winger. Or a winger. Yeah. <laughs> but not your own. Mm. All right? Uh, you better take over, Sats. I'm going to cough. Any kangaroos game with Brett Kenny is my favourite from Guess Who. Um, yeah. It, there's some great memories. Great memories out there. And, yeah, waking up as a kid in early, early hours of the morning was one of the highlights as a kid. Not even as a kid, as an adult. I remember she'd sit up with my dad. He'd come and drag me out of bed. I was only in my early, early teens and... And uh, he dragged me out of bed. We'd sit, sit there in the cold watching the games. It was outstanding. I loved it. That 82-86 tour where both, were, both went through undefeated. And that 82 team, it's funny. I was watching some highlights of the 82, Jace and listeners, 82 tour not so long ago. Maxi Krilich, the captain, the hooker from Manly. Um, but Eric Groth, who absolutely terrorised the Kangaroos on the wing and then didn't go on the 86 tour. As well, I think he pulled out late, and that's the reason why Brandy Alexander went on that '86 tour. So some great memories from those international games and Kiwi games as well. The Kiwis have created some amazing upsets. Of course, one of the great Kiwi Test players of all time, and he always saved it for when he put the black jersey on. Was Olsen Filipina? Yeah, amazing, absolutely amazing. It was at international level. Well, look, look at he did to Wally. Yeah. You know, and in fact, the story gets told that Wally wouldn't even talk to him after the game. Yeah. Remember when we interviewed him yep. a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yep. When his book came out. It's an amazing book, mind you. It's a really good read, Olsen Philippana's book. But, um, yeah, he, he said that he was filthy on Wally, Wally after that test match because he didn't he didn't acknowledge him. Yeah, yeah. incredible. Woogie and Worms, second test, Old Trafford, 1990. Yeah. End of story. Yeah, we played that. That was outstanding.
Absolutely. Mm. Rightio, let's, uh, we'll get some more of yours coming through. Some more texts. Thanks a lot. We'll hear your flog. Glenn was giving me a rap before you rudely interrupted him. I'm just happy that the icon like him knows I exist. Stephen Doug, come on, Steve. Stop it. I have never delivered a crap update, you imbecile Justin. Cheers, guess who? And all of my non-inflatable girls agree. Cheers, guess who? I'm back to the bay now. And how can I listen to the Constellation Cup? Oh, I, I'll give up. GC Dragon says, hey, boys, haven't text live for a while yet. Yeah, you haven't, GC Dragon. And I'm listening, I was listening on the podcast at 2 a.m. packing my Coca-Cola truck. <laughs> Just oh, off topic, yes. yeah. Just off topic for Steve, who never freezes his meat. Actually, <laughs> what's happened to Steve? Yeah, who never freezes his meat. Yeah, I'm cooking unfrozen rump on the Cole Weber kettle. Fantastic. How long does that take? Yeah, interesting. Good question, GC Dragon. Unfrozen rump. So you can't freeze your meat. I, you can never freeze. Who freeze was it that. who told us you couldn't freeze your your meat? Who was that? Steve, who never freezes his meat. Where was Steve from? Uh, I can't remember. He's listening. He'll text. Uh, I'm cooking an unfrozen rump on a coal Weber kettle. I love cooking on coals. It's the best. I don't do those fancy wood chips that smell like honey or raspberry or mm. or vanilla. I just use dirty old rotten coals. Coal. It's mm. fantastic. My favourite moment was when Jamie Goddard punched the crap out of Andrew Johns. Matthew from D.Y. Like, yes. So he said also GC Dragon, Wally's big tackle versus New Zealand. Don't remember who it was on, but he smashed a prop. No, he, he well, he's pulled off a lot of big shots, but it was on Daryl Williams, that famous one that we see. Yeah, Wally. right. Yeah, I, think yeah, yeah. The, I think it was the 89 tour to New Zealand, which is like a mid-season tour. Keep them coming. 0457 736 736. Oh, yes, a text here. I missed this one before, mm-hmm. before my coughing fit. Um, the Socceroos. Boys, don't forget to mention the Socceroos are playing England on Saturday morning. We are ranked 27 in the world. England are ranked four. But remember, we pushed the world number one Argentina to the limit of the World Cup, so we could cause an upset Tommy from Sydney. Is it our full-strength team? Yeah, I, know. I, I know. It, it oh, might Steve be. Steve from Parks. That's it. Thanks, Steve-O. Mm. Is that, was that him? Yeah. Doesn't freeze his meat. Is that Steve from Parks' number or is that 127? 82, Les Boyd's Headingly try great from 127. Try. Yeah, great try, Les Boyd's. He was, he was an absolute nightmare to tackle from all reports when he because <clears throat> he was really quick for a back rower, but, yeah, it was a great try. All right, keep those texts coming through. Time for a trade radio update. Uh, trade up to Continental Tires this trade period. Of course, this is all about the AFL trade. I love – this is what rugby league is missing right now, trade period. Sats, fix it, would you? <laughs> now, Sats, uh, can you read this while I uh, have another coughing fit? Trade up to Continental Tyres. This trade period, Melbourne, will they've offered pick 46 to Brisbane for Ruckman and key forward Tom Fullerton with the deal set to be finalised, well, not long, this evening, actually. So Melbourne have had to give up, have offered, yeah, one of their picks to the Brisbane Lions for exchange for another player. So Port Adelaide youngster Xavier Dernsmar has requested to be traded to Essendon the Bombers will likely trade defender Brandon Zerk Thatcher. And with the final day of trade tomorrow, we can expect a late flurry to unfold as well. And SEN Trade Radio covers it all. Trade up to Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. And let's get to a break. And on the other side of the break, things that make you go, hmm.
The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yes, it's time for things that make you go, mm, want to get involved, 0457 736 736. Uh, or you can phone 1300 1170 or New Zealand texters, double eight double three. Things that make you go, mm, can I give you one to kick off with? Yeah, absolutely. Before I lose my voice, mm. <clears throat> the Australian women's cricket team yep. had bowled out the West Indies 8 for 107 in just 25 overs in their ODI match this afternoon at the Junction Oval. In Melbourne, before rain swept in, Satsy, right? Yep. Several Aussie players ran out to assist ground staff, including Alyssa Healy. Have a listen to this. Alyssa Healy, you'd be very careful there. We don't want you blowing away in your 100th game. I've been uh, looking for a swell down in Melbourne, and I got it. It's <laughs> <laughs> catching some waves. Have you ever done this in an international match before? No, we had to do this last time we were here, actually. Like, the storm came out of nowhere, and we had to help because all the groundies were getting blown away, but... These covers are so hectic here. Yeah, I got it. You guys go in there. Who's in charge down there, Elisa? Have you taken over? Oh, no, I'm trying not to. <laughs> it's absolute madness. Alyssa <laughs> Healy is helping put down the tarp on the pitch. Mm-hmm. The West Indy girls, they ran inside the dressing rooms. <laughs> Wouldn't think it'd be a lot of rain and storm in the Caribbean. Absolutely incredible. How good are the Aussie girls? Yeah, absolutely. All right, what do you got? In World War Two, mm. a couple of planes went down, okay, from the American Air Force in a, on an island just off Japan. And out of the the pilots and those co-pilots, there was nine in total. Is this the last laugh? Eight were caught or ca- and, ca- and eight out of the nine were caught or ca- and cannibalised. There was one that was, that was survived and was saved. George Bush. Senior? Yes. No way. Yeah. He survived and was, was saved. So the, the thing that makes you go, hmm, like, he was the only one out of the eight, the nine. I've got another one for you. Yeah, I've got one for you too. In the 1960s, in the US, bars used to hire what they called basket carriers. So it's guys that would walk around and go to bars, and if there were people, there were men that were too drunk, <laughs> they'd throw them in the basket on their back and take them home. God, I needed that on Saturday night. Old school Uber. Yeah, it is an old school Uber. Yeah. What about this one? This one comes from uh, Joseph, uh, I think on the GC. Yeah. G'day, boys. I Googled this to remember the exact score, but Australia beat Russia 110 to 4. In 2000, I see true. Wendell Saylor scored four tries. <laughs> so let me let me give you this. That wouldn't be the most tries by an individual in the test match, would it? I don't know. Four. Well, hang on. No, did I Josh Adokar score five in the World Cup? Mm, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Thought he did. so. Yeah. But I remember that game, actually, because a guy that I know by the name of Bobby Campbell, who lived in Brisbane on the Gold Coast. The, the game against Russia you're talking about? Yeah, he played for Russia. <clears throat> oh, did he? How? He, well, he might, obviously must have had Russian heritage, but he actually put a bomb across field or a grubber across field, and that was Russia's try. 
So he he after the game after, for many years after he'd say, "Well, try assist against the Kangaroos, hundred and ten to four. <laughs> <laughs> He's a funny man. All right, what He's else you got? You got another one? I haven't. Okay, that's it. Have you got a, a things that make you go? Mm-hmm. Actually, Tim from Parks <clears throat> that didn't freeze their meat, not Steve from Parks. Right. So we've what's happened to Tim? I don't know. Tim, if you're out there, let us know you're okay. Just blink twice. Has he been put in the freezer? Oh. Mm. 0457 736 736. If you've got a thing that makes you go, mm, NFL update. Oh, I don't want to talk NFL. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, you can catch every NFL game this season with the game pass on DAZN. Visit NFLDAZN.com forward slash NFL. Chiefs host the Broncos tomorrow. Sats. Cowboys play the Chargers on Tuesday. Oh, I don't know. Not interested. Seriously. When your team, Did you see the game? When your team's struggling, it's pretty <clears> poor, <throat> isn't it? So we played. Have you seen the memes that are going out about Dak Prescott? I've seen, yes. <laughs> I've, I've had you send me stuff, rat, because it was the 49ers has been hammering me. Yeah. But seriously, like, I knew this had happened. The whole world comes out and goes, because the Cowboys beat the Giants, and, and we beat the Jets as well. Mm. And then... And then everyone's going, oh, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Super Bowl players, the Cowboys. And then week three, we lose to the Cardinals, who are predicted to come dead last. And then that performance against the 49ers. Sir. Now, when we were talking about Eddie Jones before, um, and Crime Scene sent a text in saying, show us the Rennie. He said, Sats, my humour sounds a lot better in my head than it does when you read it out. Show us the Rennie was the take on show me the money. Yeah, I got Oh, no, that. we got that. Yeah. <laughs> Not only have I let you down, but I've also let Glenn down. <laughs> Can we stop about Glenn, everyone? <laughs> Crime scene is – we put him in the whack pack. Like, actually, i just got to check yeah, the check list. Yeah, we put him in the whack pack. Is Hillstorm night. Hillary the um, – The flirter. Is, yeah, the one who just loves you. Mm. Does, does does Hillary go into the whack pack as our token female? Oh, that – well, no, you've got – That's not sexist at all. No, no, but I, I don't want to put a female into a whack pack. Why not? Because I don't want them hanging out. It's neutral. Out. The whack pack is neutral. <clears throat> yeah, but I don't want them hanging out with these people. I, I fear for their safety. No, Hillstorm's not. Hillstorm's not in the whack pack. What's she in then? She's a massive flirter. I know that. Flirts heavily. Okay, she's going into the sexy pack. <laughs> Can we have a sexy pack? Yeah. All right, we'll do that as well. Good evening, SEN family of Australia. You lose to South Africa tonight. Our Cricket World Cup campaign could also easily spiral out of control. And Eddie Jones might make a video called Cricket Australia. Have a great show, guys, and come on, Aussies. <laughs> Simon from Balgownie. Yeah. Yeah, we need to – what do you think of mm-hmm. – and, and this keeps me awake at night. Why doesn't Australia have – no, but why doesn't Australia have a separate white ball coach? Why? Well, England do. They seem to be going all right. Why, do, why don't we? I, I think it's – I think it's too much for Andrew McDonald to do both or, th- or three, three. Why wouldn't Why we? is it always, why is it all of a sudden too much? Once upon a time, our national coach was just our national coach. I get it, but he's got to write reports nowadays for the, for the sports science blokes and women. Well, he's got sports science people that do the reports. You, you know he's what, got people that cut, cut uh, on video. You know what made me think of it? I was listening to Patton Heels on SENQ and Brizzy this morning. Heels knows nothing about cricket. No, so well, just don't even listen it's to not, him. It's not Heels. Okay. Ricky Ponning was on this morning. Oh. Are you going to bag punter now? Oh. He's got a wine out. How dare you? He's got wine. It's called punter. Yeah. Do you, do you know he had a stutter then? <laughs> he had a batting. He had a batting sponsorship at the age of fourteen. 
So Ricky Ponting is on their show this morning after school drop-off. Mm. He should be in India now, some way, helping to coach these players. He's a waste in Australia. Why? Whoa, whoa, what do you want to get rid of him? He's not a waste in Australia. You know what I'm saying. Justin Langer had him involved, didn't he? He did, yeah. He had Steve War involved as well. Mm. Why aren't they over there now? What? What? I just think I find it an absolute waste well, of We've talent. lost the game to India. Like, oh. All of a sudden you're saying, let's throw the baby out with the bathwater. But why is and... our most successful one-day international captain sitting in Australia? Why is that one of our most successful one-day batsmen of all time sitting in Australia? Surely he is of use to the Australian cricket team. Or is it because he might say something that could upset the team? Don't know. Don't know. I just I just thought of that this morning. He should be the white ball coach. Not this morning. It keeps you up at night. Every Well, tonight it will <laughs> when I'm watching the game. <laughs> but seriously, Sats, he would be the best ODI and T20 coach we could have. He's a modern era player. And he's Andrew McDonald played. I think he's one of the. I think he's one of the most in, knowledgeable, articulate commentators that we listen to. He's as the well. best commentator on Channel Seven by a mile, mm. by a mile. I mean, that's what he does now. He spends the off season in England commentating and in summer in Australia commentating. But, geez, we're wasting talent with him in Australia not being with the Australian Maybe cricket team. Maybe he doesn't team. want to. Maybe. Yes, he would. Ricky would give anything back to Do Australian cricket. Do you know that? Have you had the conversation with him? Let me ask Hills. Maybe he How many earns, beers deep do you maybe he earns too one? much money and less stress Mate, he's doing, he was doing school drop-off today. Do you think he'd want to be doing that or coaching Australia? Well. Okay, I would rather be coaching <laughs> Australia than doing school drop-off. Would you rather be coaching Australia or waiting around to pick up your daughter from dancing at 10 o'clock tonight? Oh, can you believe that? Why do you have to ruin my life? Why do you remind me? Your child's dancing. The ability for her to... You're the one that puts her into these Dancing's going to get a job, isn't it? Well, pole dancing. There's a chance. Come on, mate. Don't say that. You said it. No, you can't say that. What? She could go and dance on a Disney cruise. She doesn't have to pole dance. That's that's She can make money. I'm not letting you. Dollar bills. Stop it. I'm not letting you near my daughters again. Sports Day, back in a moment with more of your text. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats and Jason here tonight. Updated score on the uh, South African innings sent into bat by, bat by the Aussies. Quinton de Weathercock. He's back. Hasn't yeah, he back. emerged since mm. he was our Weathercock? Yep. He's uh, two. Um, is it, I, Bavu- Bavuma. Bavuma. I, I can't see. You know, I can't see his name. Mm. He's four, is it? And none for seven. None, none for seven now of 2.3 overs. That's how they're going. That's a game happening tonight. Can't wait to go home and watch hey, that. Brad from Redhead has said, hey, gents, got the teacher's pet book for the miso. How good's that? What? Well, he's, he's gone out and got the book already. I love it. But you can't, Brad, you can't use the term miso. Well. It's discriminatory. What are those? I don't even know. Can I just go home? Well, Well, you want to talk about saying things incorrectly. You, instead of saying continental, 
I didn't say intercontinental. You, you did. You said incontinence. I said you're incontinent. No, you said that. Hey, we've got plenty of Warbergines for Spud to officially be on the WAC pack. Oh, that's He's been welcomed by all the WAC pack, I should say. Can I just read out a text here from Rooster Muzz, who, who no, without a doubt, is our smartest listener. Uh, I think he takes over Daniel. Woogie and Worm, do you remember what that A-grade know-it-all Craig from Maitland said he would do if Laurie Daly wasn't named the new Blues coach now, the following he, day? Did he say, what did he say? He said, I'd, I'd run naked did down really? some street. So, Craig, let us know which street and what time. and Raymond, I'll make... Teller, Raymond Terrace Road, East Maitland. There you go. Mm. He hasn't called tonight. Oh, he hasn't called tonight. Yeah, he knows. He knows. Maybe he got arrested for running naked. Now, GC Dragon, Steve says, hey, I started the Coles, the Coles hours ago. That's why I'm listening live. Almost done. It's dinner time and bedtime. See, if I'm cooking a steak... Yeah. I, I don't want to be, be preparing something for a long period. I want to I want to crank up the hot plate and I want to be able to throw the steak on within so four why, or five minutes. So why did you buy a smoker? To do big slabs of meat and ribs and stuff, not just to cook a steak. Well, you can do that over coals. Yeah, Mate, but it takes I love it too long. I, I love the it. preparation is way too long. Mate, you need to go to Bunnings. You throw your meat juice on there. <laughs> you don't. Go to Bunnings. You buy this $85 spinner I've got. Yep. It's called the $85 Jumbuck. And there's a Facebook book group with about 60,000 people on there and they yep. show their, their meats being cooked. Mm-hmm. But what I like about it, Sats, it's more a weekend thing. We'll be work, weeknights. But I love about 2 o'clock on a Saturday, firing it up, and that meat would be actually probably even early. It'd be ready by say, about – 2 o'clock's too late, Jase. Well, maybe 1 o'clock. And I have it ready by about 6.30, 7 o'clock. Mm. And what I like about – what do you do when you're sitting around a fire with a bit of meat or some coals with meat going? Drink. And watch the footy. Yep. And yep. the races on Saturday. I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to do a nice bit of lamb. I love lamb on there. My wife said to me today, if I get a ticket to the Everest, do you mind if I, you know, if I go? What this is that the, a ticket for me? Yeah, this is the woman that went to the AFL Grand Final no, and the NRO Grand and Final. They, in the same weekend. Yeah. Flew down Friday. Yep. AFL Grand Final. Why did she reali- on Friday? I only realised last year that there's four posts at the end of each part of the ground. And then flies in Sunday to the NRL Grand Final. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that that is that's and and look, come on, that's ridiculous. And she's a Kiwi and she loves rugby union. And we have mentioned on the show before that Beck loves a drink. I'm guaranteeing she didn't see any of it. You can't guarantee. I can almost guarantee. Mm. Hey, don't want to be a nuisance, but surely Matt Rogers won't defend Eddie Jones on this occasion. Well, Eddie Jones hasn't. We haven't heard. Whether he's made a decision yet or not, these are reports coming out of Japan. He has said that if it is true that he has lost a fair bit of respect for for Eddie, if it, if it's true, it's, now we don't know yet. David from Benora Point, we will find out. Uh, uh, Japan media, Japanese media, reporting it. And you said that they're the most honest. Well, I did say most in the world. I said they're not like like I've not seen, and I, I don't want to knock any of your friends on You've NRL three six Tokyo three sixty. I haven't. Okay, I have not seen it. And I'm not saying that the, the journos on NRL 360 get a bit carried away occasionally. I'm not mm. suggesting it. They're, mate, your mate Hoops. Yep. Good Wonderful Hoops. journalist. Great guy. Um, boys, 1992, my dad took me to the SFS as an eight-year-old to watch Australia versus England in the Ashes. Great Ashes, uh, tr- uh, great Ashes series that was. I can still remember E.T. running down Martin Afire from the he other side too. of the field to stop him from scoring. Not E.T. Once, was fullback. 
But twice. Mm. I think Paul Hoff played the first test, I think, and England won. And Badger just retired. Badger's injured. 92? For part of the year. Was he? Yeah. And correct me if I'm right, but I think – and but I do, remember, I do remember that, Dave. I do remember E.T. a couple of occasions. He nearly threw Martin a fire into the, the front row of the grandstand. Dave from Canberra, thank you for your text there, mate. Lads, just uh, on the topic of Olsen Filipina, uh, if he was playing today, would he be opting to play for Samoa, being of Samoan heritage? Um, yeah, interesting. It's interesting with Katoni Staggs also. Just reading a story or a quote from him saying, the reason why I represented Tonga in the World Cup is I wanted to represent my father's heritage. And the reason why I'm playing for Australia this year is I'm – I want to represent my mother's heritage as well. That's awesome. Mm. That's absolutely good. Actually, uh, Daniel from Prairie Wood goes on to say that, and just on that interesting note, both Payne Haas and Nelson Asafa Solomon have flagged the possibility of switching their allegiance to Samoa with both bookends being of Samoan heritage. That would be a scary proposition for the twenty uh, for the 2026 World Cup. Yeah, and uh, Daddy came in and said what their name would, would it be? It'll be... Huss and Nuss. Yeah. Hassan Nass. Stupid. Why would you be scared of them with a name like that? Oh, hello, Hassie. <laughs> hello, Nassie. Why would they be doing it in that voice? I don't know. Yeah. Break time. When we come back, Sats is going to do his last laugh. Oh. Make it a good one because it's been no, appalling. That's that's not correct. Are you serious? What yeah. was the one last? It was so bad. It wasn't. You did a mushroom fun guy joke. Mushroom walked into a bar. Yeah. Tried to go and dance with the girl. She says, No. You're a creep. Stay Which away. You would. He goes, hey, hey, hey. The mushroom says, I'm a fun guy. Yeah, but it says it's not funny. <laughs> it's funny. As soon as you say mushroom, you know the word fun guy is coming. <laughs> anyway, break time. Back in a moment. The all electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, about to wrap up a Thursday night edition of Sports Day. Uh, South Africa, none for 19 after five overs. Quentin de Kock, beautiful six. Uh, clipped off his pads. Yep. What's the matter? Nothing. <laughs> right. How old are you? What? Um... By the way, I just want to... Stark, numb for 13 off two and a half overs. Danger. Danger's been on the text. And I wonder how he's feeling. You've been crooked there for a while, Danger. I hope you're all right, mate. Uh, Will you, we know the boss is in Sat's house, don't we, boys? Yes, of course we know it's Beck. She's also the boss at work. Yes, she is. So then I get roped into it. Also, with international games, we've got one here about, yeah, Muzz says, William Worm, when Adrian Morley knocked Robbie Kearns' block off. That was 12 seconds... I reckon it was less than 12 seconds. It was a 2003 England tour for Australia. As off the kickoff, Robbie Kearns got Adrian Morley, hit him straight across the eyebrows and knocked him clean wow. out. Knocked, sent straight off. Yeah. Men, I don't ever, ever want to hear the name Eddie Jones mentioned on this great show again. He's a traitor to the green and gold and a two-faced turd. Well, <laughs> he hasn't. He hasn't resigned yet. Exactly. People. That's from Rabbit Burrow in Tamora. Uh, Bondo Jack says, Sats, how does Mal pick Yo at 13 ahead of Murray? 
Did you not watch Yo stink up the attack and ruin New South Wales and Origins 1 and 2? Get dumped way too late. And the grand final until replaced at 24-8. Did you not see the cohesion Murray brought to the New South Wales side? But you got Pat Carrigan as well, who was arguably the best 13 in the in the comp as well. So, um, But Isaiah, it doesn't mean because he's picked in the first origin, first test as a 13, that he is going to be the test 13. They'll, they'll try Carrigan in the second game. They'll... Are they wearing the correct numbers this time? I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. So I'm anticipating that because the kangaroo tours, the old kangaroo tours back in the old days, they did have. Please don't go down that path again. That's why they did it on the tour to, to the Please World no. Cup. Take the feedback from the public. They won't do it this time. No, it was shocking, wasn't it? I can it? see why Mel wanted to do it because he's he loves the history of the game. I mean, Australia used to have their own war cry as well before a game. Uh, very, yeah, that's right. Sporty Gav, very quickly, uh, with the Aussie ODI cricket side, they are struggling to bat out their allotted 50 overs, especially batting first. They don't seem to have some batsmen who can settle the innings when they lose the openers and top order. Oh, and this is from Sporty Gav. Thanks, Sporty Gav. Oh, I think that's – I know. I see him start an inning sometimes in that uh, T20 mode. Mm-hmm. And you've got that 10-over power play at the start. And if you lose a couple of wickets, you're gone-ski. Yep. Yeah, remember Michael Bevan used, to, and, and I know he mentions that, but Michael Bevan used to be great, didn't yep. he? Just we don't have a middle order at the moment. Mm. We're struggling. As long as you can bowl and bat, that's right. got to be able to bowl and bat, but not spin. Yeah, in India on Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. He says, "I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me." The stage I'm going to tell you my, my, my favourite knock knock joke. Okay, okay, ready? You say knock knock. Knock, knock. Who's there? No, you're doing the knock, knock, you idiot. Is that it? Is that it? <laughs> Yo, you're so easy. Back Monday night. That's just, that's rubbish. Number 27, South Africa, 5.3 overs. Grab a podcast of the show from wherever you grab your podcast. It's been a great week. Enjoy, well, your Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Plenty of sport to watch. Sats and I'll be back Monday night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.